middle of nowhere to the center of everywhere. It's Beneath the Surface with Sean Murphy and Corey Cooper. Hey guys, and welcome everybody to another episode of Beneath the Surface. And today we're in the jungle, surrounded by two lovely people and a gazillion yellow flies. Now we have bathed ourselves in lots of cancer-causing creams, but and they seem to be hovering but not biting. So welcome, guys. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for thanks. having us. I got. I have Jen and Ian. Jen Adler and Ian. Segabar. Sega. So yeah, that. that. <laughs> <laughs> and we're really excited. We're we are in. Uh, we're kind of about an hour from Crystal River, I think. Yeah, roughly. And they've invited us out to do some cave diving and adventuring around the Chazawahatchee. Chazawitska? Chazawitska. <laughs> <laughs> close, <laughs> close. So yeah. there's a lot of layers to you guys. And we just met this morning, and I've been asking, drilling you with lots of questions because there are many that I have. And, like, you're, you're going to live on a boat. You both are... Went to college. You're into uh, um, self-sustainment. You travel. You photographers. You work for National Geographic. Ian does uh, schools across the world where he teaches photography. Can you guys help me out? <laughs> Save yeah, sure. me right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to go? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, okay. So um, we just started dating during the pandemic when we met up out west and we've known each other for about 10 years and before that kind of i guess just had a lot in common in terms of cave diving and being in the water and taking pictures and he was doing a lot more wildlife stuff and i'm mostly a photojournalist um, so i originally have a training in ecology and marine biology and most of my work focuses on telling stories about science and conservation through photos and so then together we kind of have this goal of bringing these stories from beneath the surface to more people in ways that are um, you know maybe more compelling than reading a scientific journal article uh, so through video photo um, and writing so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah my background is um, biology and tropical ecology as well mm -hmm. most of my work has been in the tropics places like Peru or Madagascar or, you know Kenya and so forth but I've gotten more into the ecotourism and conservation through ecotourism so I lead mostly photo workshops, but also other types of ecotourist trips all so, over the world. So when people, so how, how, first of all, when, how do people find about these trips? Like where would they find out about a trip like that? And then how do you, how do you set that up and kind of walk me through that? Yeah, well, so I've been doing this kind of travel stuff for a long time. And I actually started doing it with the Florida Museum of Natural History, which is in Gainesville, mm -hmm. affiliated with the University of Florida. Um, so I kind of had a big group of clients, I guess, people who like to travel with me through that. And then I started my own company called Brain Shadow Expeditions, which focuses on kind of off the beaten track, um, more unique type trips that other companies don't. So really if do. I w if I was to go on this trip to say Madagascar, mm -hmm. what are we doing? Um, we're going to a bunch of different parks, seeing rainforests and deserts and all the different habitats in Madagascar and seeing tons and tons of animals. And what's unique, I think, about both of y'all is your background in, say, the science aspect, mm -hmm. and then also being amazing photographers, you can meld the two together. So when you're going to Madagascar, if I'm coming to Madagascar, 
I know about photography, but I don't know about all these other kind of elements, mm -hmm. which I, I find fascinating. So you're also teaching them how to shoot too? Or, yeah, uh -huh. yeah. And so a lot of these trips I do are with a company called Summit Workshops, okay. which has been around for a long time. And they do photo workshops in the U.S. primarily, and now I'm helping them expand into international markets. And so we'll do lighting workshops or macro workshops or, you know, focusing on different types of nature photography. Um, and we're even going to start doing some underwater photography that's workshops, cool. hopefully. Yeah, that's what that when I when y'all were brought to my attention not long ago, um, you know, because we, when we were doing this trip around Florida, meeting up with ambassadors, you know, they're like, oh, this these cool couple that, you know, it, it, it was very glossed over. Oh, they, they live on a boat <laughs> and they do like free diving and we yeah. don't really know what the level, you know, uh -huh. so there's a lot to there's a lot of layers and what we what i found out about your boat today it well a few things jen you used to race sailboats in new england yeah so my high school actually had a team and if anyone's from new england out there listening we used to race year round and so in the winter it was dry suits mandatory uh we were in 420s which are kind of like about 14 foot long dinghies with two people so the skipper has the um the tiller and the mainsail and then the crew has the jib and you're both out there in dry suits basically all year long and then i actually went to college um to sail as well um well and study marine biology but you know you spend a lot of your yeah. time sailing too um but yeah i like to say that i can race small boats very fast in circles yeah. but I haven't done a lot of like offshore sailing and so i'm really looking forward to doing more of that like with our boat and kind of getting offshore a little bit and kind of discovering that that part of sailing that really wasn't part of what i did growing up in in college yeah and that's a little bit different but i raced hobie cats growing oh, yeah. up so mm -hmm. i so i feel like once you know whether it's a sunfish or a hobie cat or mm -hmm. the boats you're racing, you know the wind, you yep. know how to, a compass. Mm -hmm. And so that was my first question to Ian this morning. Is like, dude, like, uh, um, are you scared? Like, are you in the open ocean? Like, a lot of shit. <laughs> I've seen a lot of like, uh, I shouldn't be alive shows and uh -huh. those things. And uh -huh. uh, but then you quickly point out, well, Ian knows how to fix stuff, mm -hmm. and I know how to sail so mm -hmm. we should be fine mm -hmm. we'll be good yeah yeah two of my good friends from the college sailing team um actually are part of the volvo ocean race now the one where you race around the world wow and so i'm taking a lot of inspiration from them but it's kind of funny because when you see the boats that they're racing versus our like big cruising boat yeah with no racing sails on it it's kind of like they're going how fast are they going like 25 plus mm -hmm. knots like they're they're cruising and like all the way all around the world in all sorts of dangerous seas like we would plan our trips out so that we were going during you know the best time of year to go with the mm -hmm. best one direction not like because you had to race against the other boats to get to the next mm -hmm. port and ta tell us about your boat like how big is it yeah so it's a 1985 endeavor 42 which if you ever watch miami vice yeah the boat of course that that's my era on. yeah uh -huh. <laughs> that's the one um, crockett lived on with the yeah. alligator the uh -huh. blind alligator uh -huh. radical yeah i think there's only about 20 others of that of this no boat, way. including his, yeah. Mm -hmm. So where are we at with that right now? So it's in a boat yard at the moment, okay. being worked on. We had to do a bottom job and a bunch of fiberglass work and mm -hmm. kind of getting it rehabbed and, and outfitted a little bit better, kind of converting all the systems to be runoff solar, um, building a new battery system, trying to be as efficient and off-grid as we can be. And you've got a, a puppy coming. You've put a, you've, <laughs> you're waiting for a, a certain type of puppy that's going to be like the boat mascot. Yeah, well, what are we going to change it to? Our our uh, Instagram handle, Daedalus and the Dude, like the doodle. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to be gnarly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the dog will probably look kind of like me, but with um, like mango-colored hair. 
I'm yeah. certainly <laughs> excited. The more I get to know about you guys, I'm I'm super excited. I kind of wish there was like live feeds on the boat and I could just watch. <laughs> Oh, yeah. a good idea. Yeah. See? Yeah. See how we're doing? I see some embarrassing stuff happening. Like yeah. Maybe. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Maybe. You know? It's all trial, part of the learning trial process. Trial and error. Uh-huh. And uh, so you're, when are you? when is this about... Okay. When is the boat going to be done? Mm-hmm. When are you hitting it with a bottle of champagne? Mm-hmm. And then where are you going first? So it should be done in back in the water in November, December of this year. So kind of right after mm-hmm. hurricane season, after we do some more trips in a car this summer, um, shoot a couple of stories, and then we'll be back in the water and hopefully heading down to the Keys in the Bahamas. Um, but yeah, probably beginning of next year, like January, February, mm-hmm. just in time for hammerhead migration. That's in Bahamas. that yeah. that mm-hmm. sounds. I've always wanted to shoot that. Mm-hmm. It sounds amazing. Um, I want to do the. I always want to do the mullet run. Oh yeah, uh, you know when they when the the, the mullet hit the beaches in oh, South Florida yeah. and, and the, the tarpon and the sharks mm-hmm. and it just it's just mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. Um, and okay, so that so that's happening. And the other question that I'm being a photographer myself, I'm fascinated by. We talked a little bit earlier about how these. So you both work freelance for Nat Geo. Right, now she's kind of everywhere, yeah, and, mm-hmm. and Huffington Post. So, you, mm-hmm. so you break down just a little bit of your. You, tell us about what you've done and who you work for. Sure. So after or while I was doing my PhD, I got a grant from National Geographic to create a program to bring more kids out to the freshwater springs. And so I brought them out and gave them cameras because I think a really important part of storytelling is letting the people that you're telling stories about actually have a part in the story. And part of that was to kind of help connect the kids to the freshwater that makes up 90 percent of our drinking water in Florida coming from the aquifer up Mm. through the springs. Um, And then made a 360 virtual tour of the underwater caves because most kids or kids can't cave dive (laughs) And so kind of letting them see the aquifer and their drinking water in this different way. Um, and then I kind of entered grad school thinking that I would go on to be a scientist. But partway through, I kind of realized how I like, kind of fell in love with photography and was really improving my skills through underwater photography, ironically, not the other way around. Right. Um, and then kind of realized the really crucial role of communication in science. And in that it's not separate from science, but it's really this important part of it that we can... Um, you can't just do science and not communicate it. Then you're forgetting part of what you're doing. Um, so I kind of entered into a new role in science and started um, pitching stories to places. And so writing for the Huffington Post, um, doing some other online stuff for National Geographic, applying for grants through International Women's Media Foundation, um, and yeah, just trying to get work out there in mainstream outlets where people can read about science and um, not feel like they have to pick up a peer-reviewed journal or be a scientist mm-hmm. to understand it. Do you guys work a lot in say tv the tv arena or video as well or is it mostly do you find store story like written story he does more well, video i do than more I do. video okay. mm-hmm. um i started out just doing stills but then i was working for the florida museum at the time mm-hmm. doing photography and stuff as well and helping with exhibits and started doing more video stuff for them and then it kind of transitioned in doing like quite a bit of cave diving video and other underwater Cause it's such a niche thing. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, totally. Uh-huh. totally. Yeah, especially a, when you involve cave diving, because there's only a few people in the right. world who do. Yeah, that. and it, it seems like a lot of it's in Florida. And I follow mm-hmm. a, few, a bunch of people on Instagram, and uh, scares me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I would say about cave diving though, it's the only thing I've ever done where it's your sole focus the entire time you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Everything else is gone from your mind the whole time. It's a very, for me, a very relaxing and kind of like. Let me tell you something. We just, we just, okay. So we just did this like an hour ago in the some little. Where were we? 
Seven we're, sisters? Seven. We were just holding our breath, though. This is like with tanks on uh, and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah this so Okay, really, well, yeah. I wasn't my sole purpose. Yeah. I was already yeah. like, I'm looking at, I'm, I'm focusing on you. I'm adjusting my my uh-huh. aperture because it was dark and you're backlit and I'm waiting for you. And I'm I'm like, is she coming? I'm running out of air. And then I was, and then I panic a little bit and bump my head. And I'm like, I consider myself a waterman, but maybe I have too much ADD and I just it's not the thing for me maybe if you had a tank you'd be okay because like I then always... my tank would get snagged on a, <laughs> on a boulder at least you wouldn't have to come up to breathe I don't know yeah. maybe, maybe you can mm-hmm. be a little longer down there before mm-hmm. I drowned well, yeah. <laughs> basically so before uh, we go any further tell us tell the people how they can see you find you yeah so we're both on Instagram um, mm-hmm. I'm at JM Adler and then Mine is I dot Segabarth. <laughs> How do you spell that? S E G E B A R T H. Got it. Should I tell yeah. them the secret? I I didn't know how to spell his name until we were going out west, and I was trying to email oh, yeah. him, and I was like, Sega. What did I think? Oh, Segbarth. I thought I didn't realize oh, there was another e. e yeah. And I was like, huh, I've I really thought they like used in my years. context. <laughs> yeah, maybe you should do that thing that a lot of people do with funky names. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've already done it. And I didn't notice it where you spell it out. Goofy, oh, so yeah, you know uh-huh, how to uh-huh. pronounce it. Actually, yeah. the easiest way to find me is my website, which is yeah. iksphotography.com. There you go. Yeah. Now it's pretty easy. And, yeah. uh, and that will give all the information to all the other things. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Got it. And so, um, as it relates to kind of boat boards, like mm-hmm. how, how, what boards do you have? Tell us about the advantages of, you know, having a paddleboard, how it's going to, how it relates to, you know, going on a, your sailboat or going cave diving. Sure. So when we did us this first trip on the boat, we went 300 miles from Fort Lauderdale over to Port Charlotte through the Okeechobee waterway. So through all the locks and everything. And it was a lot of motoring sitting on the boat. And so at the end of every day, wherever we got to, it didn't matter. I would always take my paddleboard and and go out, kind of explore. It's just such a fun way to go into really shallow water. And especially in Florida where it's so clear, Mm -hmm. it just gives you a whole different perspective um, than if you're sitting in a kayak or swimming. You know, just to be able to look up and see through the water when it's so clear. Like today when we were paddling, you know, you can see down through those solution tubes mm-hmm. and everything. Um, and then I know for me, I'm excited once the boat's in the water to do a lot of yoga on it, too, because I do <laughs> a lot of yoga yeah. um, almost every day. Um, and I have the uh, flood paddleboard and he gets mm-hmm. the HD. Yeah, I have the HD bug slinger, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Are, um, you a, are you a yoga instructor? I'm not a yoga instructor. <laughs> um but sometimes I do my own flows because I've, I've yoga got me through grad school basically because huh. I never I was always like a more runner type okay. who was just like I have to do something like active and like feel like I'm going and I was like that yoga stuff is like I don't know about that yeah, yeah. <laughs> no seriously I was like, like thinking about your breathing that's ridiculous and then I started doing it and I was like oh wow this th- I see why people do this this works and then kind of got really into it and made some really good friends in the yoga community mm-hmm. in Gainesville that was really awesome that's mm-hmm. that's cool and so right now so. I- we're doing video, thankfully, so people, hopefully they can see the amount of yellow flies, is it's maddening. <laughs> and sweat, are you, you zooming a, in on You that? have an ice-cold boat beer oh, yeah. right in uh-huh. front of you. <laughs> try it out, dude. It? Yeah. It's an IPA. I, don't, I haven't I drank in 10 years, so yeah. I don't know I, I, what but people say they like it, you know? Never know. I, I, I was a Coors Light guy back in the okay. olden days. Mm, that's really, <laughs> that's really yeah. You wouldn't want me to try yes. it. I'll make a no, face. You can drink like it. it. <laughs> so... Okay, so we did a half of our day, the first half, messing around with some solution tubes. We saw a lady with red dreads. Of course, I missed it. Red dreads with a cat in a kayak. It was uh, it was colorful. And yeah. now we are in the middle of some other spot. 
in the jungle, and we're going where? I'm excited. Yeah, we're going to a spot called Beaufort Spring, um, which is a much bigger, much deeper spring than where we just were. It goes down to over 100 feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we, won't, we won't go that far in because you pretty much have to go un- into what we call overhead to get there. So like back in. It's a cave Oof. dive, like a mm-hmm. true cave dive at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's a really cool spot. Yeah, what's cool about this is it actually, so like the area where we're standing now is what it used to look like to get out there. And in the rainy season, it floods. So a lot of cave divers have come here for a long time, but it's kind of was a pretty well-kept secret because you had to know like where to pull off of this dirt road and where to trudge into Mm -hmm. the woods. And they did recently put a boardwalk in. So it is a little bit easier to get out there, but it's still not, it's not like Jenny Springs on a weekend. You know, it's, it's still pretty, pretty kept quiet. Are you guys, I know a lot of back home, a lot of really free divers that are insane i myself am not i've taken courses and i i'm not i just can't go that deep my ears won't let me are you guys mm-hmm. pretty advanced free divers or kind of like down the middle or like what's what's kind of your level and how, what kind of depths do you like to play around with I think the main reason why we hold our breath is to take pictures so a lot of the training we were talking about it's kind of like how can you get down deeper and hold your breath for longer um but i think we kind of Mm -hmm. take that training and apply it to like okay maybe i only want to go to 25 feet but i want to be able to hold my breath for a minute or two once i'm Mm -hmm. there to get the shot Mm -hmm. but a lot of how they teach has been amazing in terms of the breath work and stuff Mm -hmm. but just like our body position is not going to be the same like body position you learn in in um, competition right Mm -hmm. got it yeah Yeah. well and we always have a camera which yeah. is essentially like a big sail. That's, <laughs> that's why I took it too, yeah. is because yeah. I, I, I'll constantly dive down and I forget. This is me. I dive down uh-huh. and I'll be in the gulf and I'm like, I see a manta ray. Boom. I'm in the water. I'm chasing this manta ray <laughs> for too long. And then I realize I'm drowning. <laughs> I'm like, oops. Yeah. And I look up and I'm like, oh shit, I'm really deep mm-hmm. and I forgot to breathe, or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I was like, that was my kind of my goal too. And mm-hmm. y'all, y'all use um, what kind of camera housings do y'all use? Mm. I have a Nauticam. Yeah, and I shoot Aquatica. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, ironically, I shoot Canon. Jenny shoots Nikon. That's great. That's <laughs> but, great. I mean, it works out. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's kind of that's cool, man. Because you cover all you the bases. Along. Yeah, they're all. Mm-hmm. It's all. It's all good. And yeah. I shoot with Aquatech, and oh, yeah. mine is. Um, mine doesn't. Yours. I picked yours up earlier, and it was super heavy, mm-hmm. which is probably great for mm-hmm. diving. Mine's more of a surf, mm-hmm. half in, half out, above water type mm-hmm. deal. So it's, for when I when I dive, I have to put on a weight and. Yeah. And, and to get mm-hmm. down. So yeah. I'm really excited to dive with you guys and, and do some fun stuff right now after we finish this. And, yeah. And I'm extremely excited to see what happens when you get your boat done. Thanks. I'm a fan, and I really appreciate you guys spending your day with us. Yeah, I'm really excited. This weekend, too, we're taking our Level 2 free diving class um, with mm-hmm. Errol down in... Um, in Jupiter. like near Miami, yeah, Jupiter. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah with three diving instructors in Nashville. I did my level one with him, and he's just an incredible instructor. Really looking forward to learning more from him. Um, but for that class, you actually go down to a hundred feet. Yeah, yeah. So did you do that one? No, I did. I did <laughs> level one, uh-huh. and I was so mad. We were out in the Gulf. We were doing our final dive, mm-hmm. and. And I couldn't get down far enough because of my right ear. Mm-hmm. End up having to get hearing aids. Uh, because I have this bone growth and tinnitus and oh my, my ears are jacked up but I, my right ear will not clear so I can get, only get down to about 30 feet, 40 mm-hmm. feet before yeah. it starts getting painful. But our instructor over at Benthic, he was like, don't mm-hmm. try don't to, it. He could see in my face. I'm like, I'm just going to push through. He's like, don't do it, dude. You're going to no. blow your eardrum out. No. But he was telling me about the, the second course. He's like, course one is easy. 
that's basic. Anyone can pretty much do that. But the second one, yeah, that's where it separates people. We're like that's yeah. cautiously we'll excited. <laughs> that, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. We both we both have spent so much time in the water. We both have thousands of dives, and we're full cave. We've done a lot of crazy stuff, so we're extremely comfortable and competent in the water. Mm. But the, yeah, the this level of, of breath holding is a neck. You know, it's a whole different level. Yeah, and I think I would say you know you're a couple and you're always together but again like you know and i'm i find i think i'm a risk taker but i'm thinking about you guys as like a a, a parent like if you're out on a, on your boat and you're in the middle of nowhere and you're free diving what if something goes wrong i really hope my mom's not listening to this mom yeah make her have a sat phone and oh, yeah. check in every day <laughs> she already and does that buddy system <laughs> yeah. one up one down uh-huh you always. know all that yep. the basic stuff do you guys spearfish too he i do a little bit Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of to eat fish when oh, yeah, you're on so, your trips, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. yeah. I'm a vegan. We don't talk about that. Oh. <laughs> oh. No, no. I mean, like, what I are you? What are you gonna do on the boat? Or just eat coconuts? PB and J coconuts. Yeah, okay. you know. There you go. <laughs> we have like bananas, I love which... bananas, which I know you're not supposed to have bananas on boats, but I was like, screw that. I'm eating bananas. That's on bad the boat. luck, man. Well, so are apparently women on boats. So, Aww. <laughs> <laughs> I will say nothing. <laughs> Well, thanks again, guys. I'm really pumped, and um, we're about to go diving. And check these guys out. You two will be a fan. And thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week on another episode of Beneath the Surface. See ya.